Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, culture, adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Gentlemen, I'm dying to know how goods roast Trinity. Oh! Here we go, here we go, here we go. Fucking believable. Um, I've actually got a question as well. Yeah. Who can't Essendon beat? I mean, honestly, it's great. You are murdering teams. I'd answer that by saying balls. anyone in the first half of the season. <laughs> I would say. Of any season. I would say yes. <laughs> but I'd also say. Geelong, baby. The back half of the season is where we are now. And who can't we beat at the moment? No one. Well, I messaged Tom today and I said something like, Essendon are giving me the shits. And he's gone, what have they done? And I've gone, winning. Yeah. No, that's fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, Fucking up the eight. Uh, Fucking up Gold Coast. <laughs> killing Queensland. Killing Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Do we want to do the round in reverse order? I don't care what order, but Essendon's first. Essendon's yeah, first. I was going yeah, to say. I was going to say. You want to talk about killing Queensland? So uh, their first sort of breakout win. Who was that against? There's the Saints. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well, wonder. Look, look what's happened there. The mm. Saints have <laughs> got, Essendon have murdered Saint Kilda. Like so. Yeah. Essendon, just, Essendon have won four of the last five now, and the one we lost was against West Coast. Four of the last five. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, we, what, Joel, what could be? Nothing. They're mathematically <laughs> nothing, And the same thing will I, happen next sorry, year. Sorry, no, I have to interject. Yep. I did a ladder predictor today. Get fucked. <laughs> it's mathematically possible. Are you kidding? I'll fucking show you the data. Are you fucking I'm kidding? I'm not even kidding. What I did, I didn't like, I only did it once, so I didn't yep. have to like go through a hundred different versions to get there. Just the teams that are in your vague area, I've just had them sort of losing the majority of their games. Yeah. And what I ended up with... Was the Bombers in eighth with eleven wins? I'm going to show you that, Tom. That's how the eight sort of turned out. So that so Richmond drop out, Saints miss out, Dogs miss out. So Dogs, Richmond, St Kilda. Yep. Big. It can happen. Can I say? Yeah, not that many teams have dropped out. Only really one, and the Dogs and. And Richmond didn't really. It would be fucking insane. So. I mean, it won't happen. It requires Richmond to not win another game. Yeah, could happen. Could and happen. Gold Coast to also not win another. So Gold Coast, St. Kilda, and Richmond all I would don't say, win another game for the season. Tom? But, sorry, let me see that, because how many wins? Tom? There might be a leeway here. Based on the last- Hey, based on current form. <laughs> no, no, Tom. In this, Richmond can afford to win another game, and there's still a game behind us, isn't it? Jeez. Gold Coast to the same. The only teams they really need to steer clear of is probably Western Bulldogs, maybe Port Adelaide. It's so it's one hundred percent possible. It won't happen. You need to win every game, and then I went and predicted the finals as well, and I had you getting knocked out in the prelim final against Brisbane. <laughs> um, so so beat, yeah, a nine game run beat Sydney, maybe even more. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, of course. Well, we when I did. saw that as the first week of the finals, I was like, well, I mean, that's just 
That's their best fucking matchup, probably. <laughs> that's an anything can happen matchup. Dylan Shield kicking seven. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, and then Brisbane beat Geelong in the grand final. That's what I think. So two of the three hosts get tattoos. Whoa. <laughs> that would be. Um, so yeah, look. Realistically speaking, I don't think we're making finals, but mathematically, mathematically speaking, it is all of a sudden mathematically possible. And to be honest, I'm just happy to be winning, and it means that like. We're not firing Rotten. We're not doing anything fucking stupid. Because the problems of the club are probably higher than Rotten. Yeah. Don't worry about Rotten. Worry about the fucking CEO. Cunt. The guy they keep, they just quietly announced. Oh, yeah. The is- one they just quietly keep extending and he, everyone's like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Even Lloydie seems to hate him and mm. it's pretty big. Um, Lloydie knows his stuff. Lloydie's not convinced on the Bombers yet. Well, that's fair enough because we've just won three in a row in, after losing 11. He just has that feeling of like the – I think Damien Barrett's calling them fake wins. And Lloydie's a bit like, yeah, you just want to see it when the pressure's actually on at the start well, of the year. Well, yeah. I mean, Lloydie is in exactly the same spot as me, except I'm not on television, nor have I kicked 700 goals for a club. Yep. But um, – Imagine if your nickname was the Velvet Sledgehammer, though. <laughs> That'd what be pretty nickname. good. Lloydie kicked 900 plus. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but Joel has also not kicked seven. I reckon yeah. Joel's kicked a thousand in the local areas. That's my. Oh opinion. yeah, I'm kicking twenty a session minimum. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I've been at some of those sessions. No. <laughs> no basketball's my weakness. I'm gonna find kick. Are <laughs> hey, you hit a three? I did hit a three. Yeah. That's oh. all that counted. Yeah. We couldn't go home until I did. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm so uh, sorry, Sean. <laughs> You've been there for ages. It's okay. It was all right. There was a 15 minute time limit put on it, yeah. and and only. We still had like seven minutes remaining or something. I felt it the next day. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> still do. Um, well, yeah, no, I totally understand where Maddie Lloyd's coming from because it was the same last year. Like, yeah. And then we started this season and played like dog shit. Mm. If, I'm, if I think back to when Brisbane were down the bottom, they would often start shit. Like you'd get like 10 rounds in and they'd have no wins or one win. And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, season's over already. And then they would sort of come home in the last stretch of the season and win like a few games and give hope. Maybe that's just what you need to do when you've got a young team. Well, mm. that's another thing. Our playing list is v- very young, and I think that the confidence that these wins will give will be very valuable in the front half of next season. Yep. I'm still not sure if we will start next season and just be good, because, again, we've been like this for 10 years. But whew, what a win. Cop that Gold Coast. Cop well, that you, Brisbane. You, you basically Not Brisbane, Queensland is what I meant. Yep. But also last week, cop that yep. Brisbane again. Oh, fair enough. And the week before, cop that Sydney. Yeah. And then, maybe it is VFL. Who've you got? Oh, actually, I know <laughs> who you've got this week. Collingwood. Holy shit. Two teams on uh, big, hot winning streaks. Oh, wow. Well, one's eight and one's four. Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> but an eight when you're fourth or whatever. Fifth. Ha- what happened on Anzac Day? They. Yeah, as Oh, okay. Essendon lost by like 40 points. I think Ginnivan uh, kicked like six, didn't he? Five or six goals. I don't think he, he kicked. I don't think he kicked five or six. No, no he, he did. He kicked five and won the end. Really? Yeah, he won the medal. Holy shit. Yeah. He kicked five and- f- You can see why I would have not, you know, why I doubted that fact four, from Tom. But yeah. Four behinds? No, as in I think four of the five were set shots from free kicks. Yeah. Cheeky. Not going to yeah. get that this week. No. Mm. Um, also, our team, I would say, is playing significantly better. And when you've got people like Sam Draper oh, kicking, there it is, a very fucked goal. Goal that of was, the year. That's goal of the year. Yeah, we thought we saw goal of the year on Saturday night, I, but unfortunately, it happened on Sunday. I don't think it'll win goal of the year. The one you're talking about, Tom, was incredible, but I think it's one of those ones that was incredible being there, watching on the replay. It doesn't look as tight the angle to me. Well, no, I think because the, the way well, it we'll up. get to that yeah. massive game. That goal. It, the fact that he, what I love about Draper and that goal, Dusha, and yeah. you can back me up here on this because you watch all the Essendon games. I feel like he's been trying to do that for 17 weeks and he finally <laughs> fucking got it. The amount of times that boy takes it out of the ruck and takes off and then he's tackled by a much faster midfielder. <laughs> and then this week he was like, nah, I'm just, I'm fucking doing it. So there's a lot of things about this goal, Tom, that you might know that you're going to love. Um, so obviously, well, actually, no. There's just one thing that you mightn't have heard yet, but it's very. Paint us funny. a picture, Joel. What did he do? Okay, so goal. Essendon are up by 40 points. There's 11 minutes left in the last quarter. Broken the spirit of of Queensland at this <laughs> yeah, point. Queensland's trying to 
figure out a referendum to leave Australia. Yep. Yep. Stewie Jew's like, thank fuck I signed that contract. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, Essendon's playing a lot of teams lately where the coach has luckily just signed the contract, <laughs> yeah. like Brett Ratton at St Kilda. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gold Coast have just kicked two two in like under a under two minutes, basically. And like, they are technically mathematically possible, but at this point in the game, they've kicked seven goals and they'd need to kick another six unanswered in yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. Wasn't going to happen. But Essendon did need like a settler. So what happened was... Now, normally for a settler, what you want is a, a, a maybe a quick clearance and then a kick mark, maybe 20 out. To yeah. a leading forward, yeah, that's yeah. reliable hands. That's a nice, back, kick safe a settler. Yeah. Uh, what do we get instead? <laughs> instead, we got a ball up in the center uh, where Draper goes to tap it but he sort of mishits it, so it goes straight down. So he catches it with his other arm. And then he's like, well, I got the possession. I'll just take off. And every description of this, I would agree with. No one ever says sprints or runs. They always say gallops. Yeah. And that <laughs> is accurate. very accurate. Hey, gallops. Yeah. He just is off. He shrugs a tackle. Handballs. handballs it to Guelphie. His best friend. His best friend. I can't believe he got it back from Guelphie. And Guelphie, like, he stuck, he sticks his arm out, keeps running. Guelphie's like, yeah, all right, handballs it yeah, back. The minute he handballs it, he's calling for it back, just to make sure that Guelphie doesn't get any fucking bright ideas. <laughs> but also, out of every player on that team, Guelphie's going to give it back to him. Oh, yeah. And oh. also, I would... They're just, best mates. Great. They kissed after the game last week. Oh, that was Guelphie. <laughs> that was Guelphie. That was Guelphie. Oh, okay, I should have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that kiss was payment for the handball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you this now. Next week. Uh, so, Draper gets it. Then Harry Jones is like 10 meters, 15 meters away, basically directly in front of the goals. Uh, Harry Jones' opponent from Gold Coast runs at Draper. Draper fends him off. So, Harry's like, I'm on here. He'll kick it to me. Draper instead just keeps running, kicks it off the outside, like boomerang. Yeah. Well, someone he, runs at him, doesn't he? Yeah, He's like, yeah. oh, I've got to get around. So he just <laughs> goes around on an arc and just boomerangs it. It's the most fucked goal I've seen. It, the crowd gets so loud in the, you can check it on the replays, the crowd noise distorts in the broadcast. Yeah. Like it is so loud yeah. that the microphones distort. Apparently everyone at the ground, even if they were neutral, was just like, this is <laughs> fucked. A Ruckman shouldn't be allowed to do that. And yet... <laughs> And yet, that's uh, in a bad year for the Bombers. If you were at that game or even watching on TV, yeah. that's the kind of goal where it's like <laughs> things are going to be okay. That's good. That's, that's that's the highlight of the <laughs> How year. How many people yeah. renewed their memberships for next year when that goal was kicked? What number is Draper? Uh, Two. Whatever number he is. Is that Tommy Bell Chambers' old number? He got, yeah. I think Tommy Bell Chambers gave him the old number. Isn't that what happened? Joel, are you going to get number two on your back? It is number two. <laughs> I'll think about it. Mm. I love that the number two, famous for being aerodynamic, has been inherited <laughs> by a man who has a lot of drag. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Imagine how quick he could be without the hair. But how beautiful was it in full It's the only flight? thing stopping him from winning a brown, though. Is his hair. <laughs> it's reverse Samson. One thing about him that I always am so shocked by, and it happened after the game, and it's also worth mentioning because this is also a very funny Haggard's footy story. He's really well-spoken. Mm. And in his post-match interview, uh, uh, fuck, who was interviewing him? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Was like, do you think that like you you can't really make finals now? Are you worried that it's too late? And he's like, oh yeah, look, the start of the season was disappointing, but wins feel really good, and I guess now we'll uh just focus on ruining other teams' seasons. <laughs> I love it. I, I have a Sam Draper story while we're on him too. Whoa. So one of my uh, volunteers has the same surname, no relation. Yeah. And he was telling me a story today that he went to a, a function on the weekend for the soccer that was at the MCG and some of the Essendon players were there, including Draper. And he is a massive Essendon supporter. Yeah. And so he was like, nah, they're here for a thing. I'm not going to like ask them for a photo or anything. But someone else he knew was there and said, oh, this guy here Massive Essendon supporter. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. They're having a chat to him. Really? Like, so it was, it was Draper and about four other players. But they actually- Wealthy, 100% would have been one of them. And McGrath, I think, was yep. one. But they actually, they took the time out of their night to actually have a chat to this guy and be like, "We lo- thanks for supporting us. It's great to have you here. And this guy's mate said, oh, for ages, he used to joke that you were his grandson because it's the same name. And they all had a laugh at that. And then at the end of the night, as the players were leaving- as Draper was leaving, turned around to this guy and said, see you, granddad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that is big. Yeah. Huge. Um, Huge. I think I love Draper. <laughs> Fair enough. You may smooch. Uh, <laughs> um, another thing, obviously, apart from the Draper and Guelphie friendship, which is like they keep making posts with each other on social media as well. It's, it's a very beautiful friendship. 
Um, another thing that has come out recently, and this is also a Draper story, although it's not about Draper, but I found out about it from Draper talking about it, is Andrew McGraw is actually, actually has a Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he taught himself an Australian one. So when he's talking at footy and stuff like that, he speaks with an Australian accent. But anytime he's talking to his family, his Canadian accent comes back. <laughs> and Draper was telling it, and he was like, yeah, I was in the car with Andy, and um, his sister called. He just started talking the Canadian accent. He's like, I couldn't look at him. It was too weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bombers have such a such a like end of school energy about them. Yeah, that I will, makes sense. Like the yeah. last few weeks of year twelve, that's yeah. not the entire essence of football. I also like point. to say that it's like even the women's team. Sorry, they just have that. It's just that energy. About yeah. I will say that like Stringer kicked four but did nothing, and it's good that this the end of this season we're winning games without like Stringer, you know, having thirty five touches and kicking four goals and whatever. He's popping up in the forward line at the moment, and yeah, I would like to see him do more. But like, hey, if we're winning without needing him that much, and Parish has also been missing for the last two weeks, that's good. I think that this probably highlights that we. As something that has been has come up as a criticism constantly about the Doro, because he recruits the same guy. guy so many times. I think that yeah, we probably have one midfielder too many because anytime McGraw or Parrish is out, they'd be like one another. Well, yeah, we'd be like, yeah. well, fuck, that's a big hole to leave. Oh, actually, it's not a hole at all, and now it doesn't feel crowded. Mm. Um, the Dylan Shield redemption story is still big time on. Um, yeah, You're telling people to get him into fantasy. One of the biggest calls of the year. Yeah, and unfortunately, mid-episode, I got talked out of it by you. And by me? He, yes, by you. Yeah. So it wasn't him? No, it, it wasn't was me. definitely you. You well, were like... I stand by that. Because then you were... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, since I said that, but I think... But if it had been me, Sean? Disgraceful. <laughs> um, yeah, look, no, don't take fantasy advice from me. That goes for everybody. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough Unless you're bardic inspiration because yeah. we uh, gave we you him around. a couple of fantasy tips yeah. and then you've bec- you've knocked us all out of finals, basically. Pretty much. I got knocked <sighs> out by Luke. I got so close um, to one tangy crits, I too. Nearly, I nearly, it was tight. I made a bad captaincy call. Mm. I went Brayshaw. He went Mills. He won the day. Well done, Luke. Always go Mills. That so, was, that's my, and I changed, I went Brayshaw to Mills. It's still too. mathematically possible for me to make finals. Did you win? Yep. Oh. But yeah, I'm tough. up against Wilbur. Oh. Who scored, I think, 2,500 this week. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I lost in reserves as well. Uh, so I think Chris, um, a North fan, I think. I'm and just um, holding on in the reserves. I'm sixth or seventh at the moment. Yeah, but he nearly got 2,400, I think. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're not going to get that. Oh, is that Simp for Jai? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, North had a massive fucking game, which we'll get to we'll shortly, get to too. We'll too. To. If we're going backwards, we'll get to it. Ooh, I'm pretty sure his team, because I looked it up, and he had Jai Simpkin as vice captain for a loophole. And I was like, I'm absolutely fucked here. But then I checked during the game, because Simpkin was having an enormous game. Yeah. And he traded him out before the game. Whoa. Don't know what happened there. Didn't cost him, though. Yeah. Still dominated. <laughs> Replaced me in the top four. Um, so, yeah, Essendon, keep doing this, I reckon. Yeah. It's good to watch. Yep. Um, and, yeah, Draper will definitely get goal of the year nominated. I don't know if he'll win just because I'm sure there'll be some small forward that kicks one from the third row of the stands and that'll win. But yep. it's a good Exciting. one. Happy for you, Joel. Thank you. Uh, it just feels nice to win again. Yeah. And I forgot how much better a weekend is when your football team wins. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, just if, you know, if, makes just when, makes the working week easier. Yeah. Brisbane lose, I just can't listen to SEN for a while. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, going into work and working at a sports place when your team loses, it's tough. It's hard because like, everyone's like, it's like being back at primary school. It mm. really is, except you're being bullied by seventy-year-old men. Yeah. yeah. Who could buy you a house but won't? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been like being bullied by your landlord. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah, it's good to be mathematic- mathematically possible again. Yeah. Um, That's previous the dream. previous game. Yeah. So there's a couple of games here where Geelong Carlton. Let's go. Let's go straight to that because well, um, just quickly. Cosy Pickett kicked six in Alice Springs. Incredible. Juicy. Uh, and all of them were fucked goals. Probably yep. killed Port Adelaide as well. Probably yep. did. Sorry, uh, Ken. Hawthorne beat West Coast, which Luke wasn't Bruce a surprise. Luke, Luke Bruce kicks six. Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, big day to ki- uh, big weekend to kick a bag. Mm. And a young fella named Chad Warner went absolutely fucking bananas against Freo to the point where there's a joke that the Sydney players are calling him Chad Longmire because horse loves him so much. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah is very very funny. But um, 
Do you want to talk about a game of football the two boys went to? I would love to hear about a game of football the two boys went to. So we went to a game of footy. No barn mees. I uh, just wanted to report back. Disgraceful. Tracy, lift. Was Tracy there? She was there. Did you see her? No, we did not. We did not. Yeah. Tracy. Different sections. MIA. Different, different sections. Yeah. I don't think she could get into where we were. Yeah, but you could. Oh, that means you dogged her and she didn't dog you. No, no. no. We got told early on we weren't getting a barn mee. What? No, no, I mean, just you didn't see. It's not all about food, mate. I'm not well, talking actually, about the no, food. I also don't think we could have get in where she was. She was in. No, we, we had tickets she? for, she was in Carlton members and uh-huh. we had tickets for level four. But when we got there, we went level one. I got a secret. It's called mm. work at the, the walk up yeah. seats. <laughs> and then we got some primetime spot for yeah. some primetime action. Yes. Um, boys, I love my footy team. When Tom Stewart decided to be the dumbest man alive. Criminal. I looked at these yeah. four weeks and I went, fuck me, we're playing back-to-back two monstrous teams and one of them has a very big forward line. Mm. Maybe the biggest. Maybe the biggest, except they don't have the biggest because Geelong has the biggest. This forward line, this back line, the, the Geelong defense in the absence of Tom Stewart has been unreal. Yep. Like, so good. Um. Zach Guthrie stepped up. Jack Henry's come back in and been yep. playing beautifully. All right, Tom. Joel, I want to talk about Tom's demeanor at the football. Yep. More aggressive than I'm accustomed to. Jesus. We were, we're in a little game. bit of a Carlton stronghold. Yeah. A little bit of a Carlton stronghold. Yeah, it was cunts left and right. Uh, <laughs> there was a guy. In, were you in uh, the, the special section? Like the, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, fa- the fancy section? We were. And people were lippy. Oh, oh, I turned more around than and, uh, <laughs> to tell the guy to, to turn it down a bit, mate. Uh, was it halftime? Yeah, just on the halftime siren. Halftime siren, Joel Selwood uh, got his head ripped off. Yeah. Got a free kick. Yeah. Goes uh, for a barrel from 60. Was never going to happen. But you got to have a crack. Yeah. We were very close to him at this point. He could probably hear us if we yelled out. Yeah. Guy behind us chose to yell out, you're a cunt, Selwood. You're a cunt. Drop to C twice. That's the small children sitting in front of us. Tom yeah. turned around and said, hey, "Mate, there's little there's kids around." And he was like, oh. "And then another guy. What the guy?" So I turned someone, around. Someone someone got more aggressive. And he so he was he was the worst kind of supporter I've ever had near me at the football. Mm-hmm. And Sean can attest it. He was so. Joel, who do you, who do you think Carlton's best midfielder is? Probably Paddy Cripps. If you had to say someone else. Perhaps yeah. a number one draft. But, but oh, p- yeah. uh, potentially fucking um, Sam. Yeah, fucking Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh. I'm yeah, Sam, Sam Doherty. Because went... Doherty's always on my mind when yeah. I'm thinking Carlton. So but... Sam Walsh. Yeah. I'm going to bring up some stats while you do yeah. this, Sean. He had a lot of the ball. Yeah. Tom's going to tell you pretty soon some specifics about that. Yeah. This so... guy, every time Sam Walsh got near the ball, abused the shit out of him. Um, said he Basically said he's a weak coward. Every, everything he does is just handball, puts someone under pressure, uses the ball like shit. Was there worse? Was worst groaning every footy? time he got it. It was like, fuck Sam Walsh, overrated, blah, blah, blah. 33 touches yep. at 87% efficiency. Yep. At Incredible. one point he was 30 at 90%. Incredible game by him. Yeah, big. Yep. That'd be like me going, going to the footy the and screaming at, no, no, Zorko's <laughs> not a good example. Because he's a cunt. Humor cluggage. Humor cluggage. Uh, top three draft pick. Similar sort of age, yeah. it's, it's gun me. player. It would be like me saying, "McCluggage, you're fucking shit." It's me complaining about Mitch Duncan. Oh, he's too, he doesn't, he doesn't go. That's a bad example. He's not a good. Yeah. He's We're not talking a good player. younger star players, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Tom's uh, Tom doesn't have any. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be like, um, oh, <laughs> Sam DeConing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, saying, "Oh, he's a liability. Oh, he's a terrible." Although, like, he had some shocking kicks yeah, on yeah, the yeah. weekend, but I love him. Um, there's a guy. I've just remembered this other guy. There's a guy sitting in the row in front of us, and. Like, you got to choose when to stand up at the footy. Yep. He just stood up in general play. <laughs> like, lost his mind. As and people couldn't, into our people line. couldn't see. And I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? And then out of nowhere, Tom goes, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and it shocked me. He sat down. He turned and apologized because he, re- he stood up to, like, berate the umpire for missing a free kick, right? That wasn't there. But then he stayed up. Like, he's just, yeah. he's, he's like, I've. Sprung up, and I don't know why. I don't know what to do. He just stayed standing. And Tom let him have it. And I was like, mate, Tom hit him with a sit down. Sit down. Yeah, I couldn't believe Four. it. But that wasn't as powerful. So, old mate behind us, who was just a massive wanker, yeah. everything he was saying, I just was it's like, all right. We're hated. not at the footy. You can call him a cunt now. He, he was a cunt. Yeah. And That's if, a word that is only appropriate for how good's footy. So, Tom, Tom's told him off. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit humbled by it. He's a bit, okay. And then the guy in front of us, Tom, who was turns, with the kids, yeah. turned around and said, if you do it again, I'll get you kicked out. Yeah. Oh. Then, for the most of half time, we can hear this guy behind us with his mates having a huge sook. 
Someone I'm just talk like, about how he's been treated by other people, by us. Yep. How and he's been misheard. So could hear. But I don't think deliberately. No, I think, I think he's, he's just, just a, a dumb, dumb fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> at, at one point, <laughs> he's sick. like, people like mishearing me when I say, Joel Selwood, you're a cat. You're a cat. And it's like, he didn't call him a cat, mate. You yelled cunt as venomously as, as I've ever heard. Also, I'm pretty sure he dropped a slur earlier in the game, too. Oh, yeah, yeah good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good piece of shit. Yeah. But, um,. <laughs> Then the <laughs> sounds like a good piece. The of best shit. part was though. Then Jeremy Cameron kicked that absolute fucking ripper goal in the third quarter. Mm. Old mate got so angry he left and didn't come back. We never saw him again. Didn't Yo, see that's him again. good. It's fantastic. Jeremy Cameron's murder count goes up. Yeah, some good standing by this fella. Thank you. Do you stand for Jeremy Cameron goal, Sean? Out of principle, oh. I think you know the answer to that. He, he wanted to. He kicked a goal so good that if it was anybody it. else, I would have probably Jumped. tickled the moon. <laughs> But I said to Tom, I can't do it. And I, yeah. and I respect that and I understand. Did Gary Rowan kick a goal? Uh, no, he did not. That sounds classic Gary Rowan. Gary got involved in one two and I couldn't stand for yeah. it. Um, basically, I was, I, was, I was hungry for a standing goal. Yeah. I stood for a few. You did stand for a few. I missed an opportunity to stand for goals. And then late in the game, what I really wanted was the center clearance Midfielder, say Dangerfield, yeah. running from 55 goal. Well, oh, the Hawkins one, that was the one where he took it out of the ruck and I stood for that one. And I think you were like, what the fuck just happened? Because it happened so fast. Yeah. If you're, it's if hard you're, to stand for a goal that's quick. If you're yes. playing Geelong, Joel, and Sean, yep. yeah. and you're rucking in your defensive 50, yeah. would you choose to, I don't know, not nominate a ruckman and let Hawkins do it by himself, knowing that he will absolutely take the ball out of the rock and have a kick? And then not even tackle him. And not even tackle him. And then he turned around to the guy who didn't tackle him and was like, hey, I just kicked a goal. Yep. <laughs> Very lippy. And followed yeah. him to the 50. <laughs> yeah. Extremely lippy. Yeah. Classic. Um, but no, great, great win by Geelong. I guess Geelong. when you're top of the ladder, you can be lippy. Mm. I'm, it's, it's, I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm yes, really, for now. Yeah. Yeah. really proud of the boys. Uh, Sean, you observed something that I've been noticing all year, which is just how good Mark Blitzarves has been this season. Incredible stuff by him, yeah. Um. Sam, De- again, I've said it every week, but Sam DeConing being a revelation at fullback means that Chris Scott can now use Blitzarves anywhere the fuck he wants him. Yep. And he's actually a really dangerous – he shut Cripps down completely. Killed him. Yeah. Bigger, bigger than him. And if Cripps goes forward, you know how sometimes a midfielder will drag – well, Blitzarves just goes, right, I go to full, bu- full back mode. Yeah. Cripps is shit. I'm not afraid to say it. Anyway, great win. And uh, Sean, one more thing. You yep. were there as a neutral supporter. Those yes. three kicks all there? I don't know if all of them were there. But, Joel, I want to point this out because yep. Carlton, a Carlton fan is a very specific beast. Yeah. Tracy, this doesn't apply to you. No. Unless it does. Maybe. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> She'll know in her heart yeah. if it does. Anytime Carlton got a free kick, there was like Bronx cheers from their fans as if like, fucking finally. And it's like, what game are you watching? This is really even split of free kicks. There's nothing did, too crazy. They did it for Carlton get angry. Too. Carlton get angry because Joel Selwood gets freeze. But then it's that kind of thing where it's like, you would have experienced this because I've done it too. I've been at the footy, lost my mind at a free kick, and then the replay comes up and you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, ripped his head off. Yeah, Damn yeah, it. Yeah. 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 yeah, None of that, though. They just continue to be uh, cunts. Yeah. yeah. Um, Carlton are my least favourite supporter base. They I'll really are. They, In my I, personal experiences at games yeah, over the I years. Kind of, yeah. I have two feelings about them. Because I went to the Carlton-North Melbourne game where they beat North by fucking 50 points or whatever. Yeah. And then I was also at the Essendon-Sydney game where Essendon won. And it was weird both times walking out with, like, the team that won and, like, how... Because, like, Essendon fans also relatively rabid, especially a big win against Sydney and stuff like that. But they weren't, like, anywhere near as chaotic or, like, fuck-headed. No. Oh, um, the wolf. The, I don't get it. This is the first the time Saar, I have even wolf. been aware of it. Adam Saar gets the ball, and as soon as it hits his boot, they all go, woof. The entire crowd. All of them. Weird. I don't, I don't know. understand. I don't Maybe it's his nickname or something. Thing? I don't know. Anyway, I Tom don't, I told me about it before the game, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck are I'd you I'd heard about, about it, and then when I heard it happen, I was like, oh, mm. okay. It is pleasing, though. The further Geelong got in front, the got, wolf got very low. He had a yeah. kick with like two minutes to go, and it was really just a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a yeah. powerful kid in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, chew on your boot, kid? Every single shot of goal, chew it on your boot. And it, when it, when Geelong started to miss set shots, he was getting high fives. It was powerful. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. but he was doing it. He wasn't. So he was a Carlton supporter. He sometimes did it for a Carlton set yeah, shot. He's got he lost in the magic of it. He's trying to test the theory, and yeah. you've got to you got to have as much data yeah. as possible to test the theory. Um, he's working on the stats. <laughs> he's trying to figure yeah. out how it works. So yeah, just what I was saying about the Carlton supporter base. 
they're fuckheads, but I do kind of respect that they rock up to every game expecting to win no matter where they are in the line. Oh, 100%. That, yeah, that is... Richmond are the ones where, growing up, when they were not successful... They're the worst at like turning on their team that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Although, Richmond although, fans would watch ten minutes of a game sometimes and then be like, "Oh, you fucking cunts!" and start going at their own team. Yeah, Carlton are very Carlton seem very loyal. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a he's just a bad seed. He's he was he was off them before the game started. Oh, he's just a negative supporter. Yeah. Um, yeah. he just hates his team. Oh, and one thing Sad I didn't mention about the Essen game, and this is just like a one sentence thing. I reckon Radman will win our best and fairest. Yeah, I heard that a bit on the radio today. Yeah, yeah he's just he's missed a couple of games, but yeah, yeah, like he's just been it's magic time. Yeah, I th- I said to Sean, I think Blitzars might might win ours, but Cameron, if if not Cameron, it could be Blitzars. He's just yeah. been, he's just so. I mean, I Stewart love... would have won it easy if he didn't. Well, he Geelong it. have a system where he could still possibly win it. They, they take the best, best 20, twenty games. Oh yeah, yeah, Stewart's got it. So if, if Geelong played, well, like Stewart twenty five, weird. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah. so that if players miss games, they Due don't injury. Yeah, yeah so Stewart. Um, missed I don't five know if I agree with last that. year, and he still won by one vote. Stewart has been. Like Stewart doesn't deserve to win it based on his uh, criminal activity. Well, yeah, he may have been best, but he wasn't fairest. Yeah. No, I think Blitzars will probably win it because he's been but good all year. He deserves it after Chris Scott's been robbing him of uh, of honors. What well, did you say this this week, Dave King? Is like he needs to get an All Australian, but I don't know how you give him All Australian. Put him on the bench. Yep, that's what he's. It's that simple. Perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going back in time again. Shinbona's magic. Fuck you, Richmond. Oh, is there anything better than watching Richmond fuck up two weeks in a row? The answer is no. Jack Rewalt. Rat-faced cunt. <laughs> two, two goals, goals six. six. Oh. You cost your team, mate. Two Hope goals, they six. missed the finals. As opposed to six goals, one. Oh, Grimes cost your team. <laughs> again, should have taken the mark last week. Should have stopped Zerha from kicking six. Um, that oh, no, think- that that last goal he kicked, no one was stopping him. No. That one was fucking beautiful. Yeah, that was magic. The set um, play tap. Yeah. Oh, so there was one moment right at the end of the game where if you, I was a <laughs> Richmond supporter, I would have just killed myself. Is when with a minute to go, yeah, a Richmond player takes a mark about forty meters out. I can't remember who it is, and maybe for. I'm going to assume they're in witness protection and that whatever name they were playing with, they, <laughs> they no played longer on, have. Did they, Joel? Oh, they played on and just got fucking cleaned up. Because uh, at that point, North Melbourne were ready to die to win the game. Because yep. they, like, they, they weren't thinking about next week. They, they were not saving any gas in the tank. They just wanted Richmond to fucking die. And that's what happened. Well, it's like they went. We also need to talk about the elephant in the room, which is that Noble got sacked between last week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah this week. Yeah, hate to which see it. I think is it's weird that he got sacked when they nearly won and not when they've been had games that they've lost by a significant margin. Yeah, they just reached a point they didn't want him anymore. Yeah. yeah. Now, did he get a full year? Is this was this his second year, or has he only had the one year? This was his second year. Yeah, right. So he's had a year and a half. So he didn't have two. Well, a bit over a year and a half, but he didn't yeah. have two years, and technically only had uh, one draft. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't. That's right, when he came North- in, he came in late, and he didn't have any yeah, input. No. To the and, draft. and when he when he came in, the club was a bust. Like he came in and he inherited a club that had made so many list decisions that yeah. Just- and then in his second year as coach, early on, the whole list management team quit. Yeah, I yeah. So I, yeah, a I, fucked club. I will say, but very funny, fantastic win. Very funny though of Jai Simkin to say this is for Nobs and it's just like should have done it last week, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw the like, thing. Someone like... on Twitter was kind of like Noble thinking about the last fourteen weeks. Yeah, righto. Like, <laughs> like, <you can> get <laughs> just say it's for the boys. Like it's for the boys. Yeah. Um, so it's for the fans. Benny, Benny, they're Cunnington the ones who suffer. Sonia Hood is that the Sonia Hood? Yeah, she's the president. Big hug, Benny Cunnington. That's good. Good to see him at the footy. Yep, uh, he looks well. Good, good on him. Get him back in. Get him back in there. He's a yeah. huge loss. When he's, like that's a like. People don't consider that possibly with North. Like Cunnington hasn't played. Tarrant's gone. Yep. Like you take well, that's two really apparently experienced they're, players. They're top four from yeah. their best. Paul's been injured last a lot year, this year. Yeah. yeah. Like Zebel, Hall, Cunnington, and one other guy. Yep. With their top four of their best and fairest, and then Simkin won it. Yeah. Should have kept Noble. I'm a big. I'm a Noble believer. Yeah, a Noble truther. Yeah. <laughs> but look, no huge look. Credit where it's due. I hope, I, hope, I hope the North fans are happy. Yep. I can in. confirm one thing. Haven't got a phone call yet. Okay. Okay. Yep. That is interesting. All right. North have Hawthorne next week. In two, Tassie. Two in a row is what I'm hearing. Well, that's big. That is juicy. That, that is so <laughs> juicy. Yeah. Oh, I could oh, imagine. 
Shinbona. They almost got off fucking bottom. Ra- Imagine, there is a possibility that North don't finish bottom of the ladder. There's a year. huge chance. Now well, they nearly climbed off. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked. Who have West Coast got <laughs> next week? Oh, who they got? They got the Saints in Perth. Um, I've already tipped, and I've tipped West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if Saints lose that again. I, I'll be honest, I would like West Coast to finish bottom. Yeah, I mean, because would, then it it means that Will Ashcroft will very likely be like, no, no, I will go to Brisbane <laughs> rather than go into the draft. Yeah. Um, also, West Coast finishing bottom of the ladder, I feel, is more an indicator of the year because yeah, I would feel better about it because like West Coast, whilst being shit for most of the year, also what is ravaged by COVID and injuries and stuff like that. So you'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like Adam Simpson's not going to get fired on the back of this. No. Nah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, he also, also told, not, yeah, going he, to North. He was just like, North, don't call me. Love that. Yeah. But then winked. He's backing himself in. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, text me on my burner phone. So the club <laughs> well, you know, Adam Simpson out. said, like, he was like, I love this club. He's like, I love North, but I also love West Coast. And I have, I'm just as invested this season as I've ever been. Mm. The rebuild is on. Ooh. So, yeah. I ain't fucking leaving. Um, I, ain't fucking, I ain't fucking leaving. This is a slight rewind, but I want to bring a very important news item to your attention. Uh-huh. Yes. Let Frio. Me oh, not the team I thought you were going to talk about. Are wearing a throwback jumper this weekend. Not a fan of it. 3D anchor? It it's the 3D like, anchor. I don't like the 3D anchor. Oh, I love it. Freo have some fantastic jumpers. This isn't one of them. No, nah, Sean. No. Nah. You're a madman. Nah, this is amateur hour It's one shit. of the best. <laughs> I love it. No, every team, every team should have a trash Guernsey they have to wear every now and again. Make Hawthorne wear that weird checkered French one they wore that time. Is it Hawthorne? Who has the? No, it's Western Bulldogs have the Thor jerseys. Yeah, right? get them. Oh, yeah. That, that is so. That's Phil's. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if Essendon ever wore one that had Skeeter on it. They yeah, made they it would've. for one season. Yeah, we had one with a cat on it. Mm. Do you know what Geelong have been doing at games lately? Is playing Cat Attack by um, Good. old mate. Fucking disco time. Anyway. Right. Good stuff. Put on your north. Fantastic. Previous game. Uh, the first game in the Rose Trinity, but the finale of the Rose Trinity in this episode. Brisbane, back on the winner's list. Business is booming, Sean. Fagan probably heard the show last week, I think. Yeah, and he was like, fuck, boys, you got to lift or Sean Carney's going to fire well, he me. Made, I reckon he has, because you know he brought in this week, Sean. He brought in the beast. Yep. The beast is back, the barometer. Um, where have you been, mate? We know where you've been, dominating the VFL every week. He had 10 <laughs> clearances. Jesus. <clears throat> 23 tackles. He won seven free kicks. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You know what, Sean? And and they weren't all for the old thing that he has always been, which is the head high tackles. <laughs> I think two or three of them were. So he's, he's winning hard balls. I love Matho. I haven't um, always thought he's in the best 22, but I think he's probably one of those guys who's finally done enough work in the VFL. When he comes in, he's just hungry. Yeah. Well, he'd be the type of player that you would bring into the best 20. He's like Mitch Robinson, but younger. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, he's done enough now that you would bring him in, and if he has a dog shit game, then you're like, look, 
Yeah, you're getting dropped, but don't just drop him. But he came, like when he came in last year, Lockie Neal got injured. He yeah. came in for about eight weeks, and he was great. Yeah, so he's capable. I think Gerald Lyons should probably be dropped this week. Twenty five pressure acts too for Matho. Yeah. He's just great. Surely you'd just drop sharp again if you're dropping. Uh, no, but there's going to be, like, we, next week we need probably need to find room for Zorko, Rich, Berry, Big O. Okay, yeah, yeah fair enough. There's a fair bit happening. Yeah, um, yeah. Jared Lyons, to me, is like Matho, but just slower and less accountable and doesn't win the, as many clearances and that sort of thing. Yeah. Same player, <laughs> but go for the younger, hungry one. Yeah. Keep Matho on the team, and if his form drops, just be like back to the VFL for you. Yeah. You need to build that hunger again. Yeah. You know, hungry. Uh, you're- Robbo's been the same. Robbo's come in and he, he does some stupid things, but he's a psycho and he brings the intent. Well, he was one of your, probably one of your best players against Acidon. Yeah. Yep. Which was a bit of a, you know, a bit damning on the rest of them. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, still. Harris Andrews back in, it just makes things better. Uh, Kitty Coleman. He is a fucking star. Yeah. Hey, like, I can't believe Brisbane don't miss Daniel Rich on the weekend. Yeah. Because you got Coleman there. Who's yeah. quicker? Oh, he's quick. Yeah, I think anyone's <laughs> quicker than Richie. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> but it's just, he doesn't get flustered. He just, he's a beautiful kick. He kicked an awesome goal. Very nice. Um, He just does it all. Yeah. They just feed it to him and he just also runs, hungry. And runs and runs. Hey, Sean. Hungry, yep. You know who was hungry on Saturday? Mm. A man who decided that he was having goals for lunch and kicked four. The Huey. famed struggling goal kicker <laughs> kicked four goals one. He could have had a bag, and he he just shanked one at the end there. Um, twenty nine touches, twenty nine touches, four goals. He was on four tackles, forty two yep. points. Yep. I said last week I talked about some media comments about if it's not Lockie Neal, who? Well, Hugh McCluggage. And um, Matho, Matho was yeah, I was really impressed by him. Uh, it was a close game until the third quarter when you were like, actually, fuck off, GWS. And then Brisbane were a was- little shit, I thought, to start with, a little rusty. And then that that second half, they came out and they just suffocated them, and they just they couldn't get the ball past the wing. Like Jeez. they, um, I think it was at the third quarter where at four one goes point to nine. Yeah, I think at one point in the third quarter, the Giants went like twenty minutes without an inside fifty or something. Like fuck. it was just yeah. they strangled them. It was um, good shit. Darcy Fort was good. I was impressed with him. Uh, Dan McStay, best game he's played for a little while. Also, uh, my condolences. I didn't realize when I started talking about this game what happened. Thanks very much. I know yeah. that you had an eye for that, and I respect that. Brisbane yeah. gave up the last three goals yeah, of the game. Disgusting. Disappointing. Um, yeah. I almost had a taste of that myself uh, yeah. and was very, 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 very upset. Yeah. But then, uh, um, then we kicked the last two. With respect the, yeah. to our Giants fans, um, they are a shit team at the moment. Yep. So there will be stronger tests to come, like Richmond at the MCG in a couple of weeks. Gold Coast will be tricky next week too. They might. You just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. It could be the side that played Essendon yesterday who were just shit house. Yep. Or they could be psycho. Tuke Miller hates Brisbane. Famously hates yeah. them. Yeah. Essendon rattled Gold Coast. I don't know what happened. Yeah. You know what happened? Because you, you kicked they... the first four, didn't you? And, and then, then they, they kicked, kicked four, the next four. And it was like, here we go. It's going to settle Gold Coast in. And then you just killed them. And then they kicked one in the third quarter. Uh, sorry, one in the second quarter. And then didn't kick a goal in the yeah. third. Killed them. It was very- They was went very nearly like, in- The AFL reporter, Michael Whiting, so he covers a lot of Brisbane and Gold Coast. Yeah. I think when they kicked four to get back into it, he tweeted something like, they're just different this year. As in, like they like they in years gone yeah. by, they would have laid down. Now they're back, and then they got killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nearly it was nearly an hour between goals in game for Gold Coast. Yeah, which is disgusting. Yeah, but I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, Fagan apparently got into like a oh, big yeah. verbal oh, yeah. with Michael Whiting, the journalist, <laughs> really? because Whiting said something. Pretty innocuous along the lines he of pre- Brisbane was subpar today against. No, he Essendon. said there was. He was like, "Are you worried about the lack of effort or something like that?" Yeah, and, and Fagan was like, "What got lack in his of physical space?" Yeah, <laughs> this was before the press conference. Yeah, so Michael Whiting d- would have done the match report for the AFL website. Yeah, and it hadn't come out yet, but Fagan heard about it somehow, and he came in, and they got into it before the press yeah. conference. <laughs> yeah, fuckheads like Barrett, I think, tried to fire it up as if it like. So I heard Chris Fagan talk about it, and he was like, yeah, I called him on my drive home. I apologized to him. I, I said something to him, and I just shouldn't have like I shouldn't have said anything, really. Yeah, but I- And he goes, we didn't get physical or anything. He said that was a real beat up. Damien Barrett, I think, loves to do that. I he was like, for something. some reports that um, he got, he definitely got in his uh, physical space. Uh, I'm not sure if it got physical. Um, so he puts it out there. No, well, because it wasn't oh. just Barrett. There was another- Fuck, who was it? Because I heard Barrett say that okay. and be like, uh, he's like, but then they also made it very clear. They were like, 
we're hearing from Chris Fagan that it didn't get physical, but yeah, okay. So I think it got. I think what probably happened is it got physically intimidating, but no one actually got hit. Yeah, I'd say he got right <laughs> at his face. Yeah. For no punches were thrown. <laughs> Fagan was good on the radio when he when they brought it up. He's like, "I'm a 65 year old man. I'm not fighting anybody." Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. like, is Michael Whiting a tall guy? He's he's big and he's like he's he's lean and thick. He's a runner. That's very funny. Yeah. Fagan is a short man. He's a short, little stout, old little fella. old fella. He's Although, a grandpa. Can I say, nah, terrifying. Oh, he he yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he'd lay me out, but he won't. Yeah. Um, um, the threat is there if it needs to be again. I didn't need to hit him this weekend, but um, we'll see. No, it was it was improved effort. The second half, definitely, they yeah. really the, they got the defensive pressure back on. So I was excited to see that. The journey and, to win a piece um, continues. Journey to win a piece continues. I'm beginning to believe again. Yeah. Uh, it feels good. It's, it's a good Cemented win. In the it's good four. when you win. A win yeah. can change a lot. Can I say? Yeah. My brother yeah. was very concerned for you the last few weeks. Was he? Yeah. He goes, he, As sounds he, like, be. he sounds like me when his team's down. Yeah. But he's like, but Brisbane are winning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've told you, mate. Oh, just a mess of a man over here. Yeah. Um, but you're getting there, mate. What's that video that we saw today? We need to bring that up. Oh, Kane Corns. So Kane Corns was in. So Josh Garlop, who occasionally does stuff for the AFL, but he's mostly just like a funny man on the internet. I'm pretty sure he's got a podcast, but he released a video it was just like a Twitter joke video, of I him guess. him trying to become a good journalist. Yeah. Need, uh, need some more hot takes. Yeah, because uh, the video starts with- Him getting bullied it, by his grandpa. Yeah, being like, your brother is better than you because yep. Josh Gollop's brother played basketball. Yep. Need to have strong opinions, hard-hitting opinions. Why aren't you a good journalist? Yeah. You stink. So then he's like, all right, I'll take it to the source. So he goes to Adelaide and <laughs> gets taught by Kane Corns how to be a good journalist. But Kane Corns- we need to make this clear. This is obviously a scripted video, but Kane Corns yeah. is playing like a psycho version of himself, <laughs> but sells it. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, like the bit about him having a dog called Resilience Corns <laughs> is so good. Because yeah, Josh Gallup in one point in it is like, Kane, mate. Things don't have to be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Things can just be fine. And then Kane Corns has a moment of reflection. Like a faraway look in his eye. Yeah, and he's like, I had a dog once. <laughs> Josh is like, oh, what was the dog's name? Resilience. Resilience Corns. Yeah. And and all of this uh, playing underneath it is a song by Max Richter called On the Nature of Daylight. Yeah. Which I, if you follow me on Letterboxd, anytime that's in a movie, and it's been in a few, it's five stars. Yeah. There it is. It's in... Arrival. Yeah. It's in Togo. Oh. It's in, uh, what's the Will Ferrell one that we love, Tom? Stranger Than Fiction. Stranger, Stranger Than Fiction. Fiction. Yep. Very briefly. Yep. It's weaponized music. I think it's the best piece of film music ever written. And, and it, every time I hear it, I'll tell you what, I had this realization today. It makes me fucking believe that Brisbane can win a premiership. Whoa. It is the most powerful song in the world. I love it. It's your call to win a It is. You guys are familiar with the song, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. this very, like, palind dromic sort of song is that the word i don't know um where it's, it starts and ends in the it same starts way. it's overlapping but it's like it's if you watch if think of it, it think of its use in arrival it is like a song that is just full of like sadness and grief uh and, and pain but also hope and belief it's, that's, it's got everything that's, that's football yeah oh i love it i believe in brisbane in a piece. Oh fuck. It Joel, you called it the the, the song of inner peace. Yeah. What did you say? The I said it's the theme yeah. of inner the peace. The theme of inner peace. It fucking is. Um Christ. Fucking hell. But yeah, uh Haggard's Footy retweeted that video. Uh so worth checking out. I'll it's, check it out again when I get home. It's I funny. I loved it. It's very funny. Um and again, like it's just like it's weird. it it just adds another layer to Kane Corns it, of conf- if we we actually said yeah. this in our little yeah. group chat that if Kane Corns respected women's football he would be a great football media person. But instead, he's a fuckhead about so he's it. He's a fuckhead. So Hopefully, look, the only thing I can hope is that everyone grows and changes and that maybe now that Port now that Porter there, he can latch onto something and realise that all of his shit opinions have been wrong. Yep. I will say that this is a bad week for people being dickheads because Darren Brereton, famous fuckhead, has decided to be a famous fuck. I just... So for anyone who doesn't know, Demo Brereton came out this week, maybe today, time today, of recording. Today at time recording and, and said, supported Rex Hunt's comments from last week where an old fucking fish kisser um, said that Daisy Pierce should shut up and let basically let the men speak during the commentary. Mm. And it's like, okay, 
Rex Hunt's a um, uh, eighty an irrelevant cunt. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about what he has to say. Fuck him off. He's it'll a be like listening to Sam Newman at this point. Rex, Rex stupid. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> but Dermot Brereton. Wait, Rex Hunt's also Geelong, isn't he? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Cunt. Arrogance. Yeah. Similar yeah. era. Mm. Similar era. Not a fan of that. It's made me hate one of my favourite moments of the 2007 Grand Final because Rex Hunt's involved. Um, and I'm not going to talk about it. So, Dermot Brodon, though, is in the media currently. Like, Yeah. He, he called the Brisbane game. He calls games. He's special comments. And for him to come out – so imagine – that would be like us. So we, we do podcasts. There's a lot of other podcasts on the Sandspats Network. That would be like us using our podcast to be like, yeah, we think someone else on another podcast. We think Damo from the Scaredy Boys podcast, new episodes every Friday, should just shut up and not talk. Mm. And then Damo hears that and then has to come and record, like has to be involved in the same environment. Like not only is it just disrespectful about women in these spaces, but it is also just disrespectful to someone who works in your industry. Mm. Bar- uh, Brereton, you've got a shit track record, mate. It doesn't take long to scratch under the surface and find out that you were really shit on the Adam Goods thing. You also, there is a story from, I think, 2012 where he basically has a crack at a, a female journalist who on a Triple M type show, um, there was an age reporter who wrote a story and someone on the thing is like, someone should, on a on a Triple M page, one of the hosts says something about someone should root her to make her feel better. Yeah. What about you, Dermy? And Dermy's like, I don't do that sort of charity. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that's not like, That's only 10 years ago, Dermot. You also had to quit the game because you curb stomped the guy in your yep. last season. Yep. You're a fuckhead. He's a fuckhead. Daisy Pierce is one of the best footy brains currently on TV. Mm-hmm. The fact that she has to go through, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. If anyone listening to this doesn't think she's a good commentator, I will bring the energy I brought on Saturday night and I will tell you to sit down. Scary to be next yeah. to that energy. <laughs> it's just like even on like It's a, fucked. So it's fucked on like the everything you just said level. But even when you just like look at Wayne Carey, who is who she's unfavorably compared to by Derby Brereton and Daisy Pierce. Like, Wayne brings nothing. Nothing. No insight. Like, even if he wasn't a piece of shit. Correct. Or a cunt. Correct. Or someone that is An abuser of women. Yeah, abuser of women, both sexually and physically. Not even allegedly. Um, He's not allegedly. It's on the record. You can look it up. Um, Yeah, like, even if he didn't do all of that and you just had to. Like, okay. Let's pretend that instead of saying Wayne Carey, he said Job Watson. Yeah. That's that's basically what he said. Yeah, because, like. Job, nice guy. I nice guy. I love him. Can't commentate. <laughs> hey Job, what's seen... happening over here? Um, so they're they're running they're running pretty hard. Uh, BT, I have to look after <laughs> Kale Lucas Turtles this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point, isn't it? He yeah. wouldn't have made those comments, would he? Because that's a man. Yeah, it's it shows that for every step that gets made, just nuke them all. Well, it's bad enough that they run with the Rex Hunt. Quotes, yeah, yeah. What like Dermot needs to be smarter than that and more compassionate. Because well, he, he would... understands what's going to happen when he makes any comment on it. Tell you what, there'll be headlines, and Daisy Pierce has to deal with that shit now. It's just fucking because yeah, Dermot doesn't have to deal with it. Duh. Wayne Carey doesn't have to deal with it. It's all on Daisy. So here's the thing, boys. I think Dermot, if you're listening, which I know you probably are, be yeah. very careful because I might get on the phone to Mark Yates this week. Just clean you up again. Yeah, get fucked, Dermy. Get fucked. Yeah, I um, I was died in nineteen eighty nine. I was driving home yesterday. I can't remember what game I was listening to on the radio, but Wayne Carey was doing special comments. He's even more useless on radio than he's on TV. Yeah, because all pay- he does is throw to the stats guy and ask for stats. It's just garbage. There's no insight in that man's brain. Did we talk about the other week uh, during one of the games where? Oh no, it was a few weeks. It was the Richmond Geelong game where Lee Montagna and Daisy Pierce are in a radio commentary box next door to one another. Yeah, and they looked at each other. And they yeah. look at each other like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my favorite comments attached to this story today with the quote were po- people speaking positively about Daisy. And the thing that stands out that I think she's great at is just she tells you the things that you can't see Correct. in your lounge room. Yeah. A lot of people were saying that. And people like Wayne Carey never do that. But, no. but also, he, it's the t- old Telstra tracker. Reading which he doesn't ever thing. interpret. She gives you information that I don't know as someone who hasn't played. She also knows the game because she's currently playing it. Yes. It's like you look at the difference between like anything Wayne Carey will give you and even like someone like Nathan Jones, who's still quite new, but because he's played the game in the last 12 months. Yeah. Even, even Hodgie. 
like because they've been involved in the new game. Yep. Wayne Carey and BT spent so much of the game debating whether something should be holding the ball or not. They, no, 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 you don't know what the fucking yeah. rules are. Shut up. That's you not are, what we yeah, want. Yeah, you are correct. That's so, not what we want. So much of their commentary is that they don't understand like a, an interpretation for holding when the ball. Hodge had, Luke Hodge had to explain what an intercept mark was. It was pathetic. BT. It was the low light of television. <laughs> Honestly, it was. It's it is. If you're like an executive at Channel Seven, that's one of the things you should look at and be like, we just need to clean the whole the, roster. The amount of times I've watched a game of footy where uh, Daisy's commentating and BT or Wayne or someone else is there, and they will be struggling to name a player right who's done something, and yeah. she'll just feed them that player straight away. Yeah. You don't hear Daisy Pierce calling Sam Reed his retired brother who played for Collingwood. 15 times in a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, the state of commentary. And, yeah, disgraceful. And again, it's that same thing. The burden is like people are so much more critical of like uh, um, Underwood when she makes a mistake. Right? Yep. She got a player's name wrong the other day. Yeah. People went to town on her but are prepared to forgive BT who doesn't yeah. have a cunt's name every week. Yeah. The, the burden is so much higher. And um, here at How Good's Footy, we don't cop that. No. Yeah, I'm going to hit Dermot Burden with my car. Yep. Um, Dermy, if you're listening, you can take me to court over this because I am serious about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to mark Yates you with a Mazda 3. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it's gray, so you're not going to see me coming. Uh, I was going to say something else about commentary. Oh, one thing I did notice because Eddie Betts was the boundary rider of the Essendon game. Good. Gets very excited when the crowd gets excited. You know why I would love Eddie as in commentary? Because Eddie, lo- Eddie is how good's footy. He yes. Is. He loves footy. We've said this so many times. There's too many people in media in commentary who just love the negative story. Yeah. Eddie is great because, like, if a good goal happened, he would just be like, that's just fucking great. Well, yeah, that's what right? I mean. He did that with the Draper goal. Yeah. And did we like, talk about um, Truck's reaction to the goal? Oh, oh we didn't actually. Yeah. So <laughs> there was footage straight after Draper's goal of Truck on the bench. And when Draper kicked the goal, he just looks at the players that are on the bench. String is one of them who's piercing himself. Yeah. And like Truck laughs to himself and very clear is like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's great. I don't know who the player was next to Stringer, but he hears that and turns to Stringer and just giggles like a schoolboy, <laughs> like, the, like the teacher just swore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just good. Good energy on uh, the yeah. weekend. Uh, yeah. And then after the game, yeah, I think someone, because like, again, the negative stuff. Yeah. I think someone said to Truck, like, oh, you worried about like Draper because he didn't pass it or something. He was like, I'm never going to try and stop who, him. From- did someone ask that? Well, they, I don't know what because the exact all question. all the rich stuff. Oh, like, yeah, right? completely different. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. He's a selfish cunt. Draper, hero. But I don't know. Give him a year's supply of wheat bix or whatever the <laughs> fuck you win. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's not a car anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> him and Guelph are going to be shit. I want his reaction when they tell him, no, no, it's not a car. <laughs> are you telling me that Draper would be disappointed when he finds out he gets a year's supply of wheat bix? Actually, he'd be fucking stoked. He'd love it. Yeah. Because it's dumb. And anything that's. If you give him something useful, he'll be like, oh. If it's a TV, he'll be wrapped. Do you know yeah. what I imagine, though? If it's Wheat Bix, right? Every day. You remember the old Brett Leads imagine if he did nine? Every morning, he'll have his Wheat Bix and he'll kick a goal and he'll turn to one of his teammates and just be like, Imagine if I did nine <laughs> every week. And I love it. And tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. That's exactly what he's going to do. Well, yeah. Do. I don't know good. what the exact question was, but the way it was asked meant the truck had to like address. Because pretty much, truck had to come with a question and be like, Oh, I loved that goal. I loved that moment. I think Draper's like a great example of what we're trying to do with the club. And he's like, he brings like a unique flair and like something like that. I'm never going to try and stop him. Like he's still on the up because he's still like relatively new to footy. Yeah. He is really. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Boys, I think that's all the games I give a fuck about. Well, there's just one thing we need to talk about because a record got broken this weekend. What was it? Rory Laird laid 20 tackles, which is the the AFLM AFLM record. Uh, One shy. One shy of the AFLW record. Which is uh, Marinoff and Svark. 21. Cop that. Rory Led, you needed to drop the ball, let someone else pick it up two more times, and you'd be the outright That's leader. true. Too many touches by him. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, he also had, what, 30-something touches and 20 tackles. That's, that's, that's absurd. I think he had 19 kicks and 20 tackles. Is that right? Yeah, 19 yeah. kicks, 20 tackles, 12 think- handballs, no marks, and kicked a behind. Mm. Imagine if he kicked a goal. Fuck. Fantasy. We've got 163 fantasy points. Yeah, every yeah. week, every week he kills me. That's right. Um, 147, though, to Nick Dacos is going to win the Rising Star. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he had 40 touches and kicked three goals. Yeah. Incredible by him. <laughs> that's, that's fucking that's so is, fucked. Yeah. Yeah, like. He's good. Look, Collingwood. Australian. Put him in the team. Why not? Why wait? Yeah, like, yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Who else is going to get the spot? Well, no one. Not give, Paddy Cripps. <laughs> he's slowed down. Give him the spot that you're not going to give to Hugh McCluggage anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. just go nuts. Nick Dacos. Brownlow. Um, and why not? Yeah, why also not? very good at football. 
You found it. Yeah, he, on him. he's back. Um, and that's all we need to hear about that game. St. Yeah. Kilda, bad. Yeah. yeah. Sinclair, good. Yeah. What's in the inbox, Joel? Let's do it. That is a great question. So, straight off the bat, and look, we mentioned fantasy a little earlier in the episode, but uh, we got an email from the coach of Light and Tangy Crips, hmm. uh, who is just responding to the bath, that, the verbal bath they received last week. Um, about uh, Gre- a Greg Clark captaincy decision. <laughs> that, Disastrous. Uh, one of the hosts of this show thought was, you know, a terrible call and also thought it was punishment for a captain's loophole or something like that. Look, you went hard, Sean. Punishment? Yeah. No, I'm happy with a loophole. No, no like he backfired his own loophole. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think I was harsh on him. I think um, I was just like, that's a fucking disaster. Cost you the game. So Ryan who is the coach of the Light and Tanger Crips team, says, just looking to answer the absolute call-out Kano gave me in the last step. Oh, okay. Apologies for the longish email. It started as a short one, turned into a rant. Well, Ryan, don't need to apologize, because I'm going to condense the fuck out of this. Oh, we love him. Yeah, well, that's, that's why I respect you, Joel. Yeah, so basically, uh, the Greg... Sounds like he fucked up. <laughs> Ryan says, I knew the Greg captaincy would fuck me, but I also knew it was the only chance to see the win from the inform love and tackles, so I had a punt anyway. So basically, oh. it was a last-minute loophole. Hail Mary. A Hail Mary. And if Greg didn't get selected, then... Couldn't light, have won anyway. Yeah. Light and tangy. Take back all of the abuse I gave. I respect that. That's uh, that's coaching. Yeah. And, um, it's pod racing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ryan says, if Greg had not come onto the field and scored zero points, I would have got Brayshaw's 144 doubled and... A plus the emergency score of 39. This is to say that it would have given me an extra 183 points, which would have got me over the line by one point. Oh! But because Greg came onto the field, that didn't happen. That would have been the biggest coaching move of all time. Yeah. So it was the big time Hail Mary. Uh, uh, so Ryan just didn't want that lingering out there, thinking that he was, everyone thinking he's a fuckhead. I yeah. nearly got him too this week. Just fell short. I thought I was the goner. Yeah. Light and Tangy Crips, that's a weaponized team. It's a big team. That's a strong team. Too many strong teams. We've created a lot of monsters. <laughs> and we've got an email from Andy Savage. Subject, victory dumplings. <laughs> oh, good on it's no Terrence roast, but victory dumplings <laughs> and beer while I watch the replay will do. Join in the fucking chorus, boys. <laughs> Except Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, love, I understand. Love yeah. from a very, very happy Andy Savage. Woo! And then he says underneath, in your best Ric Flair impersonation, which I think was pretty close. That's Fantastic. Pretty that reminds me, after North One in our Shimboners chat, Tom just sent like a um, good job, Brian, or something like that. Like a very nice to him. Oh, mate, that's not a, like, this was a huge moment. That's a very muted sort of message. And Tom said, no, no, I don't deserve to. Enjoy North Melbourne. That's fair. That's fair. After the way you've treated them. Yeah, no, I, I'm doing my penance. <laughs> That's mature by you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm growing every day. Well done. We're all learning and growing on this podcast. Yep. Well, yep. Um, <laughs> so this is- Big time. Big learnings going on in here. So Learning this, a lot. Yeah. This will be the second Big last brain email. boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> this, is, uh, this will be second last email of today, and this okay. is from Luke- uh, Luke in London. London Luke? London is Luke. It, get fucked, Carno, I beat you. It is subject update for, update from AFL London. Oh. Ooh. Hey, footy oracles. The AFL. <laughs> yeah, AFLL. Just a really quick update from AFL London to give you. Today we played our first game of the regulation season against our most hated opponent, uh, <laughs> most hated opponents, the Clampham Demons first team. Oh, the, these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we lost them. We lost, but that is not the story I have to tell today. The story is about one man, Richard, who came down to the club last year with his daughter and started to train with us. Today, he played his first game and kicked his first goal on debut after after the final siren. The kicker to this story, boys, he is 56 years old. And his last game before today was in 1994. Fucking hell. (laughs) How good's footy? Jeez. Richard put his body on the line for this club and cemented his name in football folklore. How bloody good is footy? Yours in awe, Luke, London, hashtag fuck the D's. <laughs> that is so good. That's awesome. Now, 
this final email, it's big, but it's also, unfortunately, not what we put a call out for. Oh. Oh, okay. So this is from Jacob, Ah. not your brother. No, no, no. Because that would be Snake Man. This can be condensed, I think. So basically, we have gotten a long report. Yeah. With dates. <laughs> Jacob's done some research. Yeah. And episodes. Holy shit. Oh, man. Uh, trying to track down why Sean hates a man. Yeah. Bevo. So that's the call out we put out. But unfortunately, Jacob has <laughs> oh. gone on a Ken Hinckley journey of <laughs> oh, hatred. Oh, Jacob. Jacob. That's the easiest one of all. You've cooked this. Can I say why? Go, please. The original TC. He's the original and TC. And he TC'd in the biggest cunt way. Yes. Against Fitzroy. Against Fitzroy. And hurt the ref- good brother, Daniel. By extension, hurt my family. Yep. And he fucking, when he got treated as a player, refused to play. Uh, sat out. Yeah, sat he out. sat out. Yeah. Dog. Plus, Port Adelaide hate him. Yeah, and now he's a Port. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing. Jacob, you need to do more research. It's Bevo. It's Bevo. Bevo. I need to know why I hate Bevo. Jacob, great news because you do have an important PS that is very relevant. Oh. P.S. There were 19 claims of wanting to fight a player slash fellow crowd member slash inanimate <laughs> object during the 2018 AFL-M season. I plan to continue listening and will provide a total count for the podcast lifetime or go mad trying. That's So that shows that even though you were saying that, that was the most hopeful and happy you ever were in a season, you were still violent. No, 2018, no, no, no. we were shit. And 2018 was... 2018, Essendon beat us halfway through the year and it was no longer mathematically possible for Brisbane to win. <laughs> To and, the and the 19 isn't just Sean. I think that's the show. Yeah. Ugh. When I heard that, I did think it was me. But yeah, it makes sense. It's the show, probably. 19's not very many. I reckon later seasons, you'll clock 19 this, this in an episode. episode. <laughs> this, I was going to say, this episode alone has to be 15. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I guess just to bring us home, because we do have a Twitter, and we mention that, the Twitter a lot. But that's important work, though. Oh, I yeah, just wish that it was and- for Bevo. But that's good research. But it also means oh, that, because Jacob's gone back to the start, there's a big chance that Jacob will hear the Bevo thing. And the moment we've been like, Bevo, Jacob will be like, oh, yeah, I heard that. It's this. This is big. This is the biggest Sean, development I reckon we're going to get the answer soon. I can't wait. It's so, either going to be something huge or it'll just be, there is no reason. In which case, you need to rethink your hatred. Or double down. Ooh. <laughs> and finally, bring us home. Like I said, we have a Twitter account, which is at HowGoodsFood. We mentioned at the end of every episode. But so, a lot of the time, we don't read out tweets. But I think this tweet, it's come in red hot straight after the game, uh, the Essendon. Gold Coast game. Two things to note that are important. No capitals and no punctuation. Okay. Because this seems like it's written, like, if you were to hear me say it, it sounds like it's screamed or something like that, but the fact there is no punctuation and no capitals, it's the funniest sentence. (laughs) So this is from Sam on Twitter, who just said, Sam Draper's goal in the last quarter made me do a big cum. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so funny to see that. With just like no nothing. enthusiasm. <laughs> like, oh. it's, just, it's just a statement of a fact. Yeah. Sam Draper's goal made him do a big cum. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to let us know which footballers make you do a big cum, send oh. us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Tree. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm and actually, I want everyone to take that seriously. Email us in. Let us know which footballers make you do a big cum. We'll go through them next week. Yeah, yeah. we'll think about ours. Yeah. One's the 56-year-old guy in London. Oh, yeah. Richard. <laughs> Richard. Richard. Big dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big swinging dick is back. <laughs> but yeah, I'm fucking serious, everyone. Who makes you do a big cum? Let us know. See you next week We will for the cum report. <laughs>